We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, there's nothing quite like a victory Monday in Baltimore. The Ravens emerged victorious on the road in Cincinnati on Sunday in a hostile environment, taking down the Bengals 27 to 24. And with that, welcome inside the vault. I'm Bobby Trossett, as always, joined by my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison. It is September 18th. It's week three in the NFL now, of course, after the Monday night games. But before we actually transition to week three, which is the Indianapolis Colts and another home game, Inside the bank, Sarah, we love Mondays around these parts because we get an exclusive conversation with our guy, Roquan Smith. It's inside the vault with Roquan Smith powered by Cybertech. And before we get into it, allow us to tell you a little bit about how this is possible. And that's our exclusive sponsor, Cybertech, a next generation local recruiting, resourcing and outsourcing firm. We're talking about a new way to acquire resources, whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff, or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function, Cybertech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates and don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes, Cybertech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within 48 hours, and that is a promise. Cybertech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the or largest organizations throughout the Baltimore area and nationally. So, if you're interested, you'll get a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the Cybertech team for a virtual introduction. You can get started by reaching out to them via the email that we have provided in the show notes below. We've already taped this episode, so we'll talk about it on the other side. But can we just kind of set it up, Sarah, in saying that this is probably a can't-miss one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll just say this. Uh, Ravens Vault listeners are in for a treat because, uh, yeah, Roquan, he's not, he's not afraid to say a thing or two. And he had things to say about the Bengals. He certainly did. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter, our brand new Twitter account, at Ravens Vault, for different clips, most notably what he had to say that we feel like the fan base is going to be fired up on. It is available in the audio-only space as well, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, you name it. It's all there and available for you. We're so thrilled. This is the second of 10 episodes where we will be exclusively chatting with Roquan throughout this season. And without further ado, let's bring in the man himself, Agent Zero. 
All right, Roquan, you remember what you told us last week. It was something along the lines of, and I quote, uh, I'm sure they'll come home pissed off, but we'll be in there pissed off as well. I like our chances. How satisfying was that plane ride home from Cincinnati? Oh, it was an amazing plane ride back home, getting a dub there in their house, you know, in front of their fans, you know, out the, you know, everything they've said uh, over the years and over the time I've been here, man. So it was definitely a, a pretty sweet victory and it's nothing like beating a man in his own house. Roquan, we talked about this. I almost had a plea to you to please silence the Bengals because they, they have been talkers. Uh, and you, the defense as a whole, silenced Chase, Chase very well. He only finished with uh, 31 receiving yards, no touchdowns. How good did it feel to kind of silence them, as you said, in their house? Yeah, it was an amazing feeling just to be able to, you know, go in there. You know, some people would say we were shorthanded in a sense, but – Personally, I didn't feel us being shorthanded at all. I have the utmost faith in every single guy that I step on the field with out there. So when we're going out there and going to war um, with each other, I have the most respect for those guys. And I know we have everything to do to get the job done. So I was just excited to get out there and silence those guys and get the job done, honestly. You told us that every game is personal for you, right? Which included, obviously, yesterday in Cincinnati. Do you get the sense that your peers, your teammates felt like that there was some bulletin board material that you guys needed to take care of coming off of obviously last year's heartbreak in January. Oh, absolutely. You know, every game is personal, like I said, but there was definitely, you know, some scars from that uh, from that game. And, you know, you don't forget those things like that and the things that some of the guys say, you know, and the little mentality that they have and just say little cheap things here and there. So, like I said yesterday, revenge is best served as a cold dish. So, it was awesome being being able to do it the way we did. Yeah, you got that filthy shirt on today. I'll let you know. I live <laughs> in Ohio, Roquan. So I went to the gym this morning, sporting my Ravens gear. <laughs> just happy to go around to all these Bengals fans out here. Uh, I'm not too popular, but I don't I don't mind. Roquan, what does it mean? I mean, this, these are the reigning division champs, and now they're down 0-2, not just on the season, but in the division. Ravens 2-0. Want to know in the division, what does it mean to start off this way early in the season? Oh, it's great to start off this way, uh, 2-0, and um, 1-0 and in the division, and just having um, that momentum rolling into the season. It's no better way to start the season than 2-0, and and I feel like, you know, we're still gelling together right now. So I'm thinking with more time, mid-season form, when we're all just clicking on all cylinders, it's going to get really scary. But I'm just excited for the growth that we're going to have week in and week out. And I think we just have so much potential here. I'm sure you've seen the viral videos of what your head coach did when the final score went went complete on the sideline. This is a 60-year-old dude whose biceps look like he's, I don't know, 30 years old. I mean, the guy is in incredible shape. Clearly, he was fired up about this win. What's it like playing underneath him? Have you ever played for somebody who has that kind of pride um, and also just has a way of relating to you guys that seems to be unique? Yeah, man, I have a lot of respect for Harbs and – he works out uh, just just as much as the players, if not yeah. more than the players. Honestly, man, this guy's always in there listening and doing things. I'm, I ask myself sometimes, like, why, why is this man doing all these things, you know? But it's great being able to play with a guy with his mindset. He just wants you to just go out, dominate all game, fiery, 
and just like have that passion in him. And I'm a passionate guy as well. So I love when people are fiery and just wants to get the job done by any means necessary. Well, you you and John are similar in the sense that there's no excuses. And you just said that you didn't feel like they you were shorthanded. But <clears throat> Ronnie, this is crazy. The depth of this this team, you lose Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum, McCary Mustafer fill in like they're not gone. J.K. Dobbins goes down for the season. Justice and Gus comes in and have a day. Marlon Humphrey, we're waiting for him. I know he's coming back soon. But Rocky Sin. Back there on Chase, you know, stripping the ball. Uh, Gino Stone with the game-changing interception. Like, how how is that possible, Roquan? I mean, it's one thing to lose one or two starters, but you guys have like six down. Yeah, I think every single guy that steps out there on the field is a starter. And I think it just goes back to each and every individual. Like, Gino, if he was somewhere else, you know, he would probably be starting in this league, you know, and a lot of the guys that we have with just having the depth pieces, they could be starting plenty of other places across the league, but we're just, we're so talented. But when they are out there, they are considered starters and they are starters. And then I just take it back to the preparation from uh, Mike McDonald echoed out from uh, Hewitt and uh, D. Will uh, in the DB room and having those guys just ready and knowing the opponent inside and out. And I feel like once you know that, that's more than half the battle. So I think once you're mentally prepared, the physical part will just uh, end up coming along. Not bef- not long before we just started taping this, your, your guy Gino tweeted out, everyone's first words when they seen me today so far is, why didn't you cut inside? Of course, referring to <laughs> him running out of bounds after he intercepted Joe Burrow, which was a heck of a... Uh, he just, man, great vision there. Great, um, almost like intuition there from Gino. Were you one of those guys getting on him this morning? <laughs> oh, I got on him yesterday about it, but I for <laughs> sure seen him this morning. And like, I definitely said something again to him, but, you know, got to let it rest. You know, I was happy he he was able to get the pick, but he was probably out of gas because if he would have cut it back, yeah, he would have probably been dancing um, in the end zone. So it was, it was a pretty, pretty sweet and he disguised the heck out of it. And it's funny that he literally said, Earlier that day, he was going to catch a pick in that call. So it was pretty crazy really? how he said it, and then it happened. Manifested it into existence. I mm. like it. Roquan, I-, I thought I picked up in your post-game locker room. I thought you had said something that you felt like bro thought he had you. Like, was he co- focused on you to help get Gino on that pick, or were you referring to a different play? Oh, so, yeah, I'm sure he probably thought uh, – I think what you call that uh, – the- uh, the drive climb, something like that. So uh, where the two, uh, the receiver normally tries to come in at the mic and then climb climb back up. But Gino, Gino had my back on that play, so I wasn't responsible for carrying that. And so I guess he only read that mm-hmm. side of the, the field, and then Gino was on the backside kind of acting like he was going one way, but then came back and seen that because we, we knew that knew that route for sure. And then Gino, because I couldn't believe he actually threw it because I knew Gino was going to be right there. But I guess when I was rotating back, I guess he thought it was just me by myself. And then Gino came out of nowhere and I literally was looking at him like when he was catching him, like, please don't drop it. I'm literally watching him eyeing and bringing it in. So it was pretty sweet. And uh, yeah, I wish he just would have scored on it. But it was definitely a game changing play. And I'm very excited for Gino. It was funny to watch the replay, how quickly you started running with them to, to become a blocker. As soon as he intercepted that, you were running with those guys ready to hopefully take it to the house. That's actually fascinating to me because, you know, we've seen how seamless of a transition Geno's made right in place of Marcus Williams, but 
Can you just kind of give us an idea how much of a challenge that transition is for a guy who maybe wasn't running with the ones all summer long? Like you guys just communicate as if you've been running all. Now, I know that you guys get a bunch of different reps, I'm sure, throughout the course of an offseason and the summer. But uh, just speak to that transition that he made. Yeah, absolutely, man. Gino, he prepares just like a pro uh, day in and day out, Act, acts as if he was a starter, even when he was not a starter. And then think about it. Gino started when I was here last season. I know Gino started the, at least the first three, four games that I was here. So uh, yeah. he's played good ball and Gino can make plays and, you know, he trusts himself. He believes in himself, you know, day in and day out and knowing that he has everything it takes to get the job done and be a, a quality starter. Uh, in this league and so he was just ready he's been ready for the moment and when the opportunities come his way he take advantage of him and he's an opportunist so I got a lot of respect for him and real quick can you go into the the play from Rocky scene when he <laughs> it was just I wish we could play it we can't play this the NFL copyright but just the way I mean Chase had that ball like he yeah. had both those hands on that ball he's a strong guy and Rocky Seen like simultaneously rips it out while taking him to the ground. You came running over to cheer with them. To me, it reminded me again last year when Worley did that on Chase and you gave that little nudge. There was no nudge this time, but you came over to celebrate just the same. Yeah, I don't think that uh, first and foremost, the nudge last year, uh, that wasn't intentional. I was just trying to go over to celebrate with my guys, you know. So we, we right. got, not that, we're going to say that. And uh, <laughs> for, uh, yeah, so like maybe if he would have walked in my way, maybe he would have got a nudge, you know, but he, that would have been a little egregious if I would went over there. Like, you know, he was walking my way last time. So, you know, I was coming on my track and he ended up being on the track. But, with Rock, yeah, I guess he's uh, strong, but I guess Chase wasn't strong enough on that play. Uh, Rock, I guess Rock is doing a Rock's doing a little more bicep and tricep and a little more bench press to uh, being able to get that out. So yeah, I was very excited for Rock on that play. Him being able to like you know snatch that ball out of there because that was a game changing game changing play, you know, and that was some big momentum right there as well. So got a lot of respect for Rock the way Rock uh, you know was banged up during camp and stuff, and the way he's just been fighting back the guy's uh grit gritty so like I, I have a lot of respect for him and i think there's a lot of great things in store for rock speaking of momentum too sarah and i talked about it on our post game show last night that we hope this kind of it allows rock to start stacking and you just mentioned it that he, he was sort of hurt and and that set him back throughout summer camp but do you get the sense that that he's starting to become healthy and that may be the reason for the rotation on the outside with him and darby or or where is he at right now physically? Yeah, no, I got a lot of respect for the rock and the way he uh, go goes to work week in and week out. I'm not sure uh, with the rotation and all those things. I just know whoever's out there, I give them the call and I have the utmost uh, faith in whoever it is, whether it's Rock, Darby, or whoever. You know, it could be Joe Blow. So wh whoever it is, I have the utmost respect. And I know D. Will, Chris, them guys going to make sure those guys are coached up to the best of their ability and knowing they're, they're going to go out there ready to play. But, yeah, I like Darby and um, Rock both a lot, and I think they both can get the job done any given Sunday. Well, how about over on the other side of the ball? I mean, the offense, <laughs> people are saying it might take a month, you know, for the offense because it's so new. you got a new offensive coordinator. Lamar Jackson is now 7-1 and one as a starter against the Bengals. He's 3-0 and oh in Cincy. I mean, he makes a difference. But 
I mean, how you know defense. I remember during the the training camp, you said, you know, you've got got a few times by the offense and you're going against them every single day. Like as a defensive player, how do you stop Lamar Jackson and all these weapons and this great coordinator with Todd Munkin? Yeah, your guess is just as good as mine, (laughs) if I'm being honest. But yeah, man, it's a lot of weapons on that offensive side of the ball. You know, in a great offensive line as well, guys that uh, work really well to, uh, with each other. And I'm just excited for those guys to keep uh, gelling amongst each other. But with Lamar, man, the guy's so special. The guy can do whatever. He can throw it deep, as we see. He can take off and run. He can do the intermediate game. You know, you got Mark, and you have so many different weapons. He can hit you, and you can't pack the box. Then he throw it over your head. You pack, you know, and then you b- – do a light box you can run the ball and so it's just like so many different ways that he can like beat you so i'm just glad i'm on uh his side of the sticks you know as opposed to being on the other side what about this championship mindset right he gets up on the the podium afterwards and he says and of course you see harbs and how much it meant to him and everybody's fired up afterwards as 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 everybody should have been but lamar gets up almost subdued composed and this championship mindset he says this doesn't mean anything what do you when you see somebody like that who has been in the year what this is his sixth NFL season obviously his resume and track record speaks for itself to this point what does that do to a locker room for you guys oh absolutely I know how Lamar thinks uh and Lamar wants to win the big thing that's his mindset day in and day out every time I talk to him he just want to do everything it takes to get to the big dance and you know that's my vision as well so knowing that that's his vision putting us in the big dance, doing everything he possibly can and just taking it one week at a time. And we're not, you know, it's like we beat the Bengals. We we, we expect to beat them, you know, and we should. So that's definitely something. But there was a lot of emotions for a lot of individuals riding uh, from the game um, last year. But it was just the next game up on the schedule. So we're moving on from that. And I know just talking with him, he's just excited week in and week out, just keep going to the next opponent and then uh, doing everything we can to get to the uh, big dance and winning it all. But it's a process. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So Roquan, before we get to just two fan questions we got here, I you were wired last week, the Ravens production crew, uh, my old crew. I used to work for the Ravens there. I worked with them. Um, <laughs> they had you wired, and there were so many clips I wanted to pull to get your reaction of, but I'll just do this one. Let's watch. This is like maybe 15 seconds, and I got a question for you on the other side. But the song Perfect. coming out, the Terminator coming out. I thought you was operating. I'm all that. I'm all that. I'm all that. Agent Zero, Operator, Terminator, whatever you need me to be. Courtesy there of Ravens Production. So good. I agree with you. I don't think you have to pick one, but here's here's my question. Is there a different, like a different alter ego with one of those? Like, what does Agent Zero bring versus Terminator versus the Operator? Yeah, no. So I think all of them just bring me just whatever whatever situation you need me to be agent zero you know operator you just one call you know just dial zero i'll be there at a terminator i can come tear something up so like i feel like whatever the play is that my guys need me i can be any any and every single one of those at any given moment so it's a pretty sweet gig and uh it's just always about having fun out there with the guys and i always have fun just being able to shoot the crap with them and just being out there and enjoying each other's company. Well, we knew you were having fun in one of those tackles. You're literally bringing somebody down. And as you're doing it, you're like, I love this game. I love this. I love this. I was like the passion. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to love it. You know, you got to love it. I got a feeling that's not the last time we're going to be sharing a clip of you mic'd up, but let's get to <laughs> some fan questions again. I think everybody just really appreciates that you're open to, to chatting with them at the end of our show. And, and Don, it's not a question, but Don Mills just wanted to say thank you uh, for the jersey exchange with me being here in Tennessee. Awesome cause, what his foundation is doing with the number 18s. And, and we certainly echo that, Roquan. Absolutely. Appreciate you, J J Don. Been a big fan, man. Uh, that's amazing. Glad we was able to make that happen. All right. Steven, star eight MVP. Ask him if that 13 and one connect four record against Delshawn Phillips is legit. Dale was just talking. I, so Dale, Dale has beaten me before, but Dale is not 13 and one versus me. Like, and then I, I, the last two times I played Dale, I beat Dale. So Dale was just on camera and kind of got, you know, a little spicy cause he lost. And I told him, you know, the cameras came out. I was going to be a little more aggressive. And then I beat him. And then, you know, I beat him in front of the cameras and he felt some type of way about it. But, you know, I, I consider I do consider him a really good Connect Four player, though. But I do consider myself a really good Connect Four player as well. He's me. I would say me and him are definitely like top, top three, top, top five on the team. Me and him both, I would say. Why do I get the sense that you are the, the biggest old soul on this team? <laughs> I think, man, I think it's just really where I, where I grew up at, like just being in the country, uh, then just going, um, hanging out with some of the older people. Like even when I was young, I used to just go sit, sit under like the old people, like they'll just be hanging out, relaxing and stuff. And I'll just go in there and just hang out and just be listening like all the time. So like, I think like some of that, and it just like rubbed off on my personality. We'll finish with this one. Jeff at Be More Ravens fan. This is a good one. Who is faster, you or your running mate? Oh, me, without a doubt. But PQ, <laughs> PQ, got, PQ got some juice, but, like, I always say, this is what I always tell him. I'll be like, hey, my game, first 20 yards, I, I like myself over anyone. So, I like, when I, when I get to, like, you know, the 40s, 50s and stuff like that right now, I'm like, ah. But, like, my first 20 yards, yeah, me all day.
<laughs> and if if PQ is here, what, what, would he agree? Oh, you know, PQ is gonna say I'm so he he gonna say like he's gonna say bro stop all that bro like something like that like bro stop all that line like or something like that he'll be on something like that in the Louisiana accent. <laughs> <laughs> another great game for you too you him and gino lead the way in the tackles department and uh episode two down in the books roquan congratulations on on two and oh it's week three now i know you guys quick quickly turn pages and I, we know how mondays are, are for recovery and rest so you know needless to say we appreciate your time and we look forward to doing it again absolutely thank you guys so much all right i'll ask you this as my co-host not that you're biased at all did I oversell the can't miss episode in the beginning or no? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't listen. Any Roquan interview is a can't miss, but a Roquan interview coming off a revenge game, which he so boldly said, like I had heard him say yeah. it the night before, but he came in a little stronger with it this time. It's a revenge game on the reigning Div division champs. Uh, oh my goodness, his, his comments for Jamar Chase were, had me had me rolling. Uh, yeah, he just, it was clear. He did. He wanted to silence them. He felt like they were talking a ton. And like I said, Roquan's not afraid to talk, but he's not the type of guy to like throw the first jab. You know what I mean? It's more like, oh, we heard you last time. We heard you. It's been months that we've been sitting on it. Yep. And coming into the game, Roquan, we tried. We asked him. He didn't say much. So he let his play talk. And then he can, then he can talk after he let his play talk. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, this, this meant a lot to him. This meant a lot to these Ravens who were so upset about the way, the way that playoff loss went down. Uh, there's more work to be done. But – this is satisfying and you should be able to enjoy it through at least Monday as a player, but as a fan, enjoy it all week long. I really appreciated his insight on the Joe Burrow interception there. The Geno yeah. Stone kind of jumped the route there and was all over it. That was incredible behind the scenes, like on the boots on the ground kind of perspective in terms of the nuances of that play and the communication that happens within hundreds of plays throughout an NFL game, right? And and I just thought he did a great job at kind of peeling back the curtain a little bit in terms of why he wasn't there because he knew Gino had his back. And, right. and Gino's vision was ultimately what got that done and probably film study as well. And so, man, I, I hope that he... To me, NFL players make seamless transitions to media, and you're seeing it right now with J.J. Watt. When they can explain, and, and Dan Orlovsky even does, even though his four to six timeline prediction for Lamar may be completely off. I think Dan does a great job at this too. His film study is great. Maybe his predictions, not so much. Yeah, right, exactly. But I can say the same for myself. So there you have it. But uh, Well, we but, can say when, it for all of us. We all have wrong predictions, but go right. ahead. Sorry. When you explain that these, these high IQ football complex terms, and sequences and situations in layman's terms, which I think Roquan did in, in, in that little piece of segment there with Gino, it allows us who've never played the game at that high of a level to see it the way he is. And I th it's, it's almost like it, it simplifies something that was so magical in that moment and obviously a game-changing play uh, down to something that's just easy to understand. And I appreciate that. 
Yeah, it was definitely nice because, yeah, I thought he had said something about it in the po- post-game locker room, but he didn't really expand upon it. So what's, no, you, I, what, I picked up on that, too. He definitely did. Yeah, yeah. He said that he thought Joe, Joe Burrow had him on the high-low or whatever, but the way yeah. he, like, expanded upon it in this interview, um, to me, what's impactful is that Gino, again, he's just coming off the bench. So to have that chemistry as if they've been starting forever. Now, Gino did get to play quite a bit last year. I'm trying to remember how much he and Roquan overlapped because Gino was filling in with injuries then. But then I know people came back, including Marcus Williams with the with the, with the the wrist. But the fact that, it, like, man, it just it just – makes you feel so good that like in these split second high high leverage situations that they can make decisions with full confidence in the next person so when so it is not player speak for Roquan sometimes the stuff really is coach speak and sometimes it is player speak but it, it it's no longer player speak when you say oh yeah we weren't really we just look at the the, the other guys as starters Okay, you're only saying that if you get on the field and then you don't actually play like it, that you don't play like yes. you trust him. But it, it erases player speak when you say that and then you get on the field and you say, oh, I don't need to drop back because I know Gino's going to be there. You know what I mean? So, I mean, so he's backing up what he's saying. No, we believe these guys play like starters. Yep, no question. One more time, just want to let you know how this is all coming to be here and, and we're allowing, you know, we're, we're having this privilege to, to speak with Roquan week in and week out. And we do have to thank our title sponsor, CyberTech, for making it happen. A next generation local recruiting, resourcing and outsourcing firm. It's a new way to acquire resources, whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function. CyberTech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates and don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes. CyberTech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within a 48-hour time period. CyberTech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the largest organizations throughout the Baltimore area and nationally. So if you find yourself interested, you have a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the CyberTech team for an introduction. And if you want to get started today, Go to the email that we have included in the show notes, and you can directly reach out to someone as a representative from CyberTech. So a huge thank you to CyberTech for, for everything they're doing here for us inside the channel. So with that, Sarah, anything else before we close? We do have to shout out a couple of our returning patrons from inside the vault. They're supporting everything we're doing this month through Patreon. So Stephen Dents and Jason Zarotniak, thank you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore. And if you're interested in doing the same, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. Any closing thoughts from you, partner? See you inside the vault Tuesday morning. Yeah, Tuesday morning we'll have, uh, you know, of course we're transitioning here to week three. Something to watch is Anthony Richardson, the rookie quarterback for the Colts who left Sunday's game with a concussion. So we'll see how he progresses throughout the week. We'll have an Indianapolis guest, of course, for a preview episode coming up later this week. And we're approaching the insane time of year. You got kids in school, fall activities are beginning. I've got about a hundred things on my plate as well. So it's exciting. We're such creatures of habit. We're already two weeks in and it feels like we're still like in pre, in my mind, I'm like still in the summer because in Baltimore, it's still pretty hot, but yet, no, we're like more than halfway through September. So here we go. Here we go. 
It, it, listen, I, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for all of it. I know you're gonna be going to London. We're gonna like, just give it all to me. I'm loving this fall season. And man, again, what a way to start things. I love this. Thanks, Roquan. Thanks, Cybertech. Thanks, everybody, for being interested in what we're doing and, and for the support. If you haven't already done so and you're watching on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and tell a friend because we ain't going anywhere.